Hello and welcome to the Heartworking Dad Podcast. I am your host, Gabriel Perez, and this is the podcast for Christian fathers who want to grow in their faith and lead their family well. I'm your host, Gabriel Perez. I've been with my wife, with my wife, married with my wife for 12 years. We have three awesome kids. We both work full-time jobs and homeschool our kids. And in addition to that, I'm a certified biblical parenting coach from the National Center of Biblical Parenting Association. And also, I guess I can add on to the title, I am a fatherhood field guide coach. Not certified anywhere, but tried and proven because I have been coaching dads and um, had some great results. So I guess I need to add that to my list of reasons why I host a podcast. I guess you don't really need reasons why anyone can host a podcast, but these are the things I do that, that have why I do this podcast because I am passionate about fathers, all that to say. This week's episode, let's talk about self-control. And man, this is something I wrestle with a lot. Self-control. I can tell you that as a father of three, as a homeschooling dad, man, am I tested. And I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure just being a dad, like I add in the homeschool dad because it just feels like it's so chaotic, but... I honestly think kids come home with so much homework too probably that you're still doing a whole bunch of other stuff when you come home from your job. Like the 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 dad role doesn't ever stop. It's just a it's just a train that keeps rolling and we're you know we're trying to be good be good dads, be good husbands. We're trying to have good intentional time with our kids. Sometimes we're just exhausted. We're trying to hopefully, you know, stay healthy too, to a reasonable extent. Like I'm not super healthy. I'm fighting the dad bod every day, but I try to exercise just for my mental health. Um, And one day I hope I can have a six pack one day, but I eat way too much pizza and burgers that that just, that day might not come. Maybe one day I'll discipline myself enough to not eat pizza and hamburgers, but and this is a complete side note. I just really love pizza and hamburgers. Like, honestly, a life without pizza and hamburgers would be, you know, like if, if you couldn't eat them, it's kind of sad. Like, that's, I feel like that's one of God's gifts in life is pizza and hamburgers. And I'm totally tangent here, but it's the truth, man. I, I really love pizza and hamburgers. Anyways, self-control. What do we do? So where do you find yourself going in moments of self-control? Is it immediately anger? Is it immediate disconnect? Is it explosiveness? Is it shutting down? What is it that you do when you get angry? For me, I get pretty... I could get explosive. I can get explosive or I can just, or I can just hold it in and get really bitter. Either way, it's not good. In or out, there's just just like a fart. <laughs> I think of it like a fart, anger and a fart. Because you know, if you hold your fart in, it's gonna be bad. But if you let it out, it's obviously gonna stink, and there's gonna be some ramifications. And hopefully, it's just a fart. But anger and fart are one of the same things. And so that's where I'm at. And I, actually, I guess I said that because I, I just saw this real said, your feelings are like your emotions. You know, sometimes they come out and they can hurt others. Sometimes we keep them in 
and it's not good. But either way, it's going to come out. And, you know, we could either be happy about it or we could be sad about it. I don't know. I don't know how far he went with the analogy, but it was pretty good. Your feelings are kind of like farts. Um, but let us, so, blah, blah, blah. I just totally, ADD off the rails in this podcast. I'm considering stopping recording, but I've already gone this far. I'm going to keep this train rolling. Self-control. So there are many moments I come home and, and my kids are crazy. And, and my youngest, he is a screamer. Not just like a screamer like, ah, but this kind of scream that just curls your insides and actually damages your eardrum. And everything about his scream is uh, blood curdling. And I could tell you, though, now I'm a little more patient because we've dealt with this for, you know, for a while. He's been a screamer now. And even as a biblical parenting coach, we're, it's like I know the things I have to do. We're doing them. It's a process. It's, it's not the – we're not in the 19, you know, 70s where you just – you just spank your kids or we don't believe that like we don't believe that you just start spanking your kids whenever they do something wrong that's not how the biblical parenting thing is is we're also we're not ex we don't not expank our kids like we're not excluding that as a tool but it's not the only tool in the toolbox you know we have to find ways to to connect with their hearts or discipline them in other ways that don't always just boom like you know the, the classic scripture of spare the rod spare the child you know and unfortunately i feel like as christians we've used that scripture as as a way that we just need to spank our kids as much as possible when they need it and that's not i don't think how we should do it and so self-control has taught me that we need that when he's screaming like how do i respond how do i how do I react and what can I control? How can I control myself? Because if I get angry, then I, I've just brought myself down to the level of my child where, you know, now he, he invalidates his anger because we're, we're both just responding to a situation with our emotion. And I think one of the skills we need as dads is self-control. And we need to model that self-control. Actually, had a good quote. Um from the Bible, Titus 2.2. 2. Teach, teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect and to live wisely. They must have strong faith and be filled with love and patience. Titus 2.2. 2. So, you know, our kids are watching. They're watching how we respond and, they're, and we're modeling that. So let's model self-control. Let's be an example of self-control. And it's going to be hard. Honestly, it's, you know, it's the only way we get better at these things is being in the fire. Like, we don't just have self-control. It's not like, Lord, give me self-control. You know, there's that prayer and we, the prayer that you don't want to pray. Don't pray for self-control. Because if you pray for self-control, it means you're asking yourself to be in a situation that you're going to be tested in which you need to grow your self-control. So, it was funny because... um. I do, we do my father's world for homeschool and I really love them. They'll call me every once a year, once a quarter. I don't know. It's always this random number that I never know. And I, I pick up and they're like, Hey, it's my father's world. And we're just calling to see if you need prayer. That's 
they're not trying to sell me anything, just prayer. And I'm always like, yeah, you'd pray, prayer. And um, I was, so I remember talking to this lady. She was so lovely. And she says, okay, well, what, what do you need prayer for? And I was like, honestly, well, I'm really struggling in homeschool. And I don't want to, I, I know the prayer, but I know what I need, but I'm also afraid to ask it. And that's for patience. And she started laughing. She goes, oh, yeah, that we don't want to ask for that. Are you sure you want me to pray for you for that? And I said, fortunately, it's, it's what I need. It's where I'm struggling. So, you know, we all, we knew, we laughed. And, but that's true about patience is that the only way it grows is through these struggles. And one of the things I will say, if you have a difficult kid and you're struggling in self-control, you're struggling losing your cool, you are the person for your kid that can help them. You are. You and your spouse, you and your wife. God created that kid because he knew that you needed him and that he needed you or she needed you. So we can we can be encouraged by that that knowing that there's no one else for your son or daughter except for you. So even in all our faults, even in losing our self-control, God designed that kid for you. And so we can really just it's it's encouraging to know that okay, then this is this is this is where I'm supposed to be. This is how my situation is and how do I how do I govern the situation? How do I manage the situation? What is God trying to show me? Now, God is trying to build your patience. God is trying to build your self-control. He's trying to build your resolve because he knows you're probably going to need more of it. You know, I've, I've always looked at some kids' families, and I'm like, man, that, their kids are so calm and so 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 chill, and our house is really loud all the time. It's really crazy. It's really chaotic. But at the same time, someone who probably has crazier kids than, than mine will probably look at my kids like, oh, wow, they're so nice and, and laid back. And, you know, everyone's situation is for is directly designed, I think, by God for all of, for us. And it's not meant for other people. It's meant for us to grow us, to develop us. So whatever you may be going through with your children or with your spouse, um, I think God has given us what we need to get through and to grow in it. It's not going to look perfect at times, but I think we can rest in knowing that God has given us what we need to flourish in these situations. And it really just takes us responding differently. So, yeah, maybe I don't react this way, but I respond. When my kid's screaming, maybe I just take a deep breath and model what it is to self to self-regulate. I mean, there's times when I have to do that. I just there's nothing else I can do but just take a deep breath and sit there with my son. So, I, I the encouragement is is that your kids are designed just for you and vice versa, you for your kids. So, we don't have to feel shamed that maybe we're failures as a dad or they would have a better dad if this or if some maybe if someone else was their dad it would be better you know whatever ac- accusational thoughts the enemy throws at you we don't have to receive those and the challenge is find out how you can respond versus react know your reaction points and then find out how you can respond differently and and just break it down from there honestly Taking a deep breath is probably the best thing we can do at times. Learning to change our situation from something of 
that can turn into frustration to maybe change into like, how can we look at it differently? My wife's really good at saying, you know, not pointing out that maybe we just said no about having ice cream for breakfast, but saying, Hey, how about we do this instead? Like redirecting. So it's like, you know, in a sense we could redirect the situation, you know, instead of it being this just horrible moment of, Hey, why don't we just have a big hug? Why don't we just, why don't we just blow out our frustrations together? You know, finding ways to change the situation. So I hope, um, this wasn't too off the walls in my ADD. I hope you were able to take something away. And if you enjoy this podcast, would you please leave a rating and review? It would really do a lot for me, for the podcast, for the message, helping this to really reach fathers and just grow the heartworking dad community. So with that, I'll talk soon. Catch you later.